Doug and Marty vs. the World is sponsored and paid for by Marty McClendon, Doug Bassler, and EasyTVSpots.com. Round one, go. All right. It's, uh, wow. I, it's, it's middle of July, dude. Middle of July. <laughs> how, how did that happen? This is Doug Passler. Well, it's a third of the way through. I'll be uh, semantically correct here. This is Marty McClendon. This is Doug and Marty versus the world. And we thank you for making time on your Saturday morning to tune into Doug and Marty versus the world every week. If you miss us, of course, you can hear us on our podcast. We rebroadcast a show when we get to it on all your favorite podcasting sites. Of course, you can go to your smart speaker and say, play Doug and Marty versus the world, and it will play the most recent episode. But I would, Doug, before we get started, I wanted to say it's been a long time since we invited people and businesses out there that may want to partner and sponsor the show. Um, you can do that, by the way. You can get your name out there, get a commercial on the show and help people hear Doug and Marty versus the world. And they would reach out to what the email address is what Doug? Uh, info at Doug and uh, info at dougandmarty.com. Of course, you can go to dougandmarty.com anytime you want to. And, and check connect, out those just past connect us episodes. through there. You know, there, if you go to the dougandmarty.com website, there's a contact page. You hit that and, and we get it right away. So it's very cool. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Um, you know, we are in the middle of uh, what possibly could be the most important election of the history of America. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I know you, you know, I've been saying that for like six years, uh, <laughs> eight years, eight years. We've been saying that, it for eight like years. Every right. election is more important than the, the election before. And, and of course there's, you know, huge, or should I say huge, huge. questions yeah. about election integrity and things like that. And so many people, Marty have, sort of given up. Well, my vote doesn't count, so I'm not going to vote. And, you know, I just want to like speak to that real quick, because if you don't vote, then they've already won, right? They've already got you. They don't have mm -hmm. to cheat. They don't have to try to do their shenanigans because you didn't show up and you didn't take part. And I'll tell you what, Glenn Morgan says something at, at almost at the end of every one of his, we, the governed, we, the governed.com um, videos that he does. And he always says this, he says, the future belongs to those that show up mm -hmm. and showing up is showing up in this August 2nd primary. If you're in the fourth district, you've got a half a dozen people in that race mm -hmm. and you need to show up. Obviously we like Jared, we like Brad, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Lauren Culp's got a following and stuff, but make, make your voice be heard. Dan Newhouse needs to go, right? The guy, the Dan Newhouse is like basically a Democrat that wears an R, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, thir uh, third district, obviously we're big fans of Joe Kent. Jamie Herrera's got to go. She voted to impeach Donald Trump. She votes as mm -hmm. a Democrat. You know, we used to like her, but you know, but people change. It's like, did you hear that Boris Yeltsin resigned? Yes. Now, Bo, Bojo, they call him over there, but he's resigning. There's a lot of pressure over there. In well, London. he became, you know, he was like this conservative guy. They were looking yes. at him to be Donald Trump for Britain. But when he got in, he got sucked into the thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing with Jamie. 
she kind of got sucked into the Kensinger, you know, uh, like you said, new house has kind of always been that way. Kind of the moderate beat Clint Didier, which is kind of questionable back in the day, the election integrity type of stuff. But like you said, in the third, we like Joe Kent, Jamie, uh, what's it? Um, our friend Heidi down there as well. Heidi St. John's really good. Vicki Kraft, longtime conservative in the Republican, one of like a handful in the state that we could count on Sutherland, Young, uh, Walsh. Uh, and Kraft got redistricted out. She got redrawn out. So she was no longer in office, which I think is total bunko. Um, so she threw her hat in the ring down there. So that's a crazy race. But to Doug's point, and we hammered this many, too many times, the people that show up in the primary d- decide who everybody shows up in the general gets to vote for. So all these different candidates, it's up to you to vet and to choose and to be wisely to turn out in force to not only to vote out, it's much easier to vote out an incumbent, Republican or Democrat, in the primary than it is in the general. Because everybody rallies their forces around their side, if you will. And so right now, it's our best opportunity, August 2nd, to get rid of the rhinos, if, if, as we're talking about the two there, and to get rid of the incumbent Democrats. Now, this is a top two state. If you get two Republicans getting the most votes, we have two Republicans for the general. Uh, let's let's do that. Let's turn the system against the Democrats in the state. And if we want to, if we want to see the system change, that's a great way to do it. You mm-hmm. get two Republicans, start getting two Republicans in the race every time. Dang, they're going to be yeah. like, oh, you know, we should go back to our own primaries. Yeah, which is what, right? which is what most most places do. It. There's not a lot of states that do jungle primary. Um, and but how much are we going to take? Right? How much of this are we going to take? For example, brother. The state that that um, Kent School District, where I live over here in mm-hmm. on the west side, twenty six thousand students have exited the system. Right, mm-hmm. fifty over fifty thousand, I think close to sixty thousand students have exited the Seattle public school st- system. Mm-hmm. And all the school, those are a couple of uh, big school systems, by the way, brother. But mm-hmm. that's a massive amount of students that exiting the schools, and it's happening all over. Washington State, because of the woke agenda, they want to teach our kids uh, critical race theory, which is nothing more than racism itself. Yep. Uh, that certain students are 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 oppressors and certain students are oppressed. All these different things, and they try to change the fact that the country, you know, America has not always done it right. We've made mistakes, but America is the country most likely. And always wanted to correct those mistakes. That's why we had a civil rights movement. It's why we had a civil war. It's why we had a revolution, right, exactly in 1770s. Right. Even though the founding forefather, when they wrote the Constitution and Declaration of Independence, they were on the move. This was always a sin um, from the world. Uh, even our founding, before the, we were a nation, we were working on uh, abolishing slavery, getting rid of this thing. This is, this is the nation that did it. This is the nation that actually fought the war, like you said. Um, this idea that um, we're not perfect. No, we're not perfect. The point is, is our agenda of being free individual citizens that were all created in God's image and all have equal and unalienable rights applies to all peoples, right? And so the fact that the stain of slavery existed when we got here and existed for a while until we got rid of it is part of the process when America was able to lift the world out of poverty and slavery and whatever there's still slavery that exists today it's worse today than it ever was yes human human trafficking 
is awful, which is slavery for prostitution, but you have slavery, you have open slave markets in Libya, Africa. You have slaves mm -hmm. in Somalia. You have, you know, the <laughs> slavery is not, it didn't, slavery is part of life. And Jesus said, um, you know, if you commit sin, you're a slave to sin. So Jesus acknowledged that there's different types of slavery. Mm -hmm. And so we don't want to be slaves. We want to be free. And mm -hmm. the only way that we're going to get free, Jesus said, for freedom, he made, you know, for freedom, he made us free. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So, mm -hmm. you know, real freedom comes from Christians and comes from Christians that exercise that freedom and don't just hide. You know, this, uh, there's a, an, an entire, um, the last couple of weeks, I've been hearing a lot of stuff from Dutch Sheets and, and others about, you know, this, this idea in like worship and from church mm -hmm. and stuff about surrendering to God. And so you hear a lot of songs like, Lord, I surrender and all these different things. Right. But what does surrendering actually mean? I love what Kent Christmas uh, shared this last Wednesday on his, his um, podcast on YouTube. He showed what surrendering really was in talking about Abraham when he mm -hmm. offered Isaac Abraham was surrendering by obeying God. God said, I want you to present Isaac as a sacrifice. We are also called to present ourselves as a sacrifice. So my, I guess the point I'm making brother is surrender means obeying God. It doesn't mean like just laying down and letting God walk all over you or something. That's not surrender. Or let the world That's, walk over you. You're, right. You're right. Yes. You're right. Submitting to God's will and obeying him. I heard a sermon the other day along those lines, and it was it was the story where this uh, rich man um, had leprosy, and he was going to the prophet Elijah for healing, and and Elijah sent his messenger back to this rich man and says, "Wash yourself seven times in the Jordan." Okay, the Jordan's a, a dirty river, and the guys, I don't yeah. order that. I got water at home. I can bathe this. There's other rivers sense. that are better. That's right. His <laughs> servant said. You are willing to do the hard things. Why don't you just do this easy thing and be obedient? And that really struck me when I heard that. What you're talking about is so the obedience, even in the small things, like showing up, praying, reading your Bible, and so forth. Um, but but we're all willing. Those that are, um, call ourselves Christians that will follow God. When God says, "Go take on the mountain," or "Go fight the enemy," or "Go fight um, the Goliath," or "Run for office statewide when no one knows you." my case or your case or run or do a radio program or whatever it may be. We're like jumping both feet. God said it, we're going to do it. But it's the small things day by day that we're like, Oh, well, that seems too simple. It seems too whatever. And that's where God's calling us to. So when this, when the rich man dipped six times, he was like, it's still not working. And the, the servant says, dip the seventh time, follow obedience. And when he dipped the seventh time, he was completely healed. There's humility in that, but it was submitting to the Lord's will no matter when we don't understand it. It didn't make sense to him, and yet it was God's will, and then it brought um, that healing. So I thought that was just really a, a, yeah, appropriate. Yeah, sur surrendering yeah. to God. It was like yeah. Abraham offering Isaac. It's like the, you know, Naaman dipping in the Jordan mm -hmm. seven times. It's like the 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 layman when Jesus says, pick up your mat and go home. You mm -hmm. got to get up and do so. So, so I believe that we have... In a lot of ways, brother, and I'm not indicting anybody. I'm just talking like we do. I believe mm -hmm. that that we've made surrender into an adjective, a state of surrender. Surrender is mm. like looking good or whatever, an adjective. But it's actually a verb. 
Surrender is get up and serve God. Get up and do something. Share your faith. In Philemon, which is the, one of the smallest books in the New Testament, one chapter. It's not even a chapter. It's called Philemon verse whatever. He says, I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith. There you go. Right? And then he gave yeah. him some activity. He said, you know, this one guy ran away, a slave ran away, and now he's a Christian. And so I'm sending him back, but I don't want you to make him a slave again. I want you to receive him as a brother. And so, you know, even in the New Testament, we're seeing them coming against this institution of slavery, right? This thing is, this thing has always been about freedom and liberty. And so when are we going to stand up and fight against tyranny? Um, it, it, the NEA, the National Education Association, brother, they're going to change the word mother into birthing person <laughs> of course they are. teach the national teachers union brother now th- this is interesting though Me- remember do you remember less than a year and a half ago the news broke that the cdc guidance for covid vaccines covid mask wearing and so forth was directly came from the nea to the cdc who verbatim took what the NEA wanted and made it a mandate. So you have a teacher's union, the national teacher's union, influencing public health policy as well. Now you have them changing, going this woke direction of changing this ideology to indoctrinate our kids even more so in this falsity. Um, there's, this is the danger of allowing these people, these non-elected bureaucratic agencies to have power over our lives, you know? Ronald Reagan's we we, about we need to defund the NEA. You know, yes. about, you know, we need to refund the police, fully fund the police. Mm-hmm. I want you to defund the NEA. We need to defund the career politicians. We need to figure out how a person can go to Congress as a middle class person and leave Congress as a multimillionaire. Exactly right. We need to yeah. figure that out and we need to stop it. And stop it. And the fact that this whole lobbying laws, it's one thing that Trump put in place when he was in office. You should not be able to go from serving in Congress to be making millions of dollars as a lobbyist to Congress right afterwards. There should be a five to 10 year waiting period. That's ridiculous. Uh, We understand that this is the corruption behind the scenes, but at the state, the local and the national level, too much of the rules writing law um, enforcement uh, power has been given away and it should be held by those in elected office, those closest to the people. And that's got to be reined in. Sunset laws on, on every on every law, uh, pulling back the rules writing authority for these government agencies that that actually act and police force against, like in this state, Governor Inslee used the Department of Labor, in, Labor and Industries and the Department of Health and Human Services again, to weaponize against people in this state to enforce their COVID rules and whatever. At the federal level, we saw the IRS weaponized under Obama. We're seeing the Department of Homeland Security weaponized. We're seeing the DOJ weaponized into the sense against parents, calling them terrorists when they speak up at school board meetings. This is the danger when you have people that don't believe in the Constitution, aren't submitted to God, as we just talked about being submitted, and have an agenda that is anti-American. And that's why these elections are so super important. Super critical. We got to show up. We got to vote. We got to vote in the primary, people. Please vote. You know, uh, 2018... Uh, a lot of Republicans forgot to vote in the primary, and I was taken out of my congressional race by a socialist by like a thousand votes, dude. In a in a in a you know a three hundred and fifty thousand registered voter 
district. Mm-hmm. How was this Democrat socialist able to take out the Republican? The Republicans didn't show up. They didn't vote. The Christians didn't vote. <laughs> you know, I want to bounce back to what I was saying earlier about this and, big exodus from the school system and this whole NEA thing. Right. That, that defunding the NEA means that we, we pull our kids out of school, but yet here comes Olympia to the rescue, riding mm-hmm. in on a white horse. They funded empty seats at the school. So now we're paying teachers to, to teach empty classrooms. Remember, we were always yes. talking about classrooms are overcrowded mm-hmm. and we need to reduce classroom size. Well, we did that. We didn't do it by legislation or increasing funding. We did it because people are pulling their kids out of school because they don't want this to teach our kids how to be transgender, how to be mm-hmm. homosexual, how to read this, this book that Jack of hearts and other parts that there's a huge controversy over here in the Kent school district. You know, the first opening lines of the, the book describe, you know, uh, sodomy basically. Wow. And so, and, and wow. I, it was weird at first, but I think everybody feels like that. Like they try to normalize this stuff and we have this huge, pandemic 29 million stds a year and guess what brother 50 percent of those cases are from age 15 to 24 50 percent now for those that say what's the big deal education is important we've been used uh, the voting public the public in general has the the political left has used children uh, as political pawns. It's for the children. It's for the children. And we have the McClary decision where we have this nine, nine nothing um, leftist judges that said, hey, they've, uh, there's a positive law that says that the state must fund, fully fund education. All this stuff makes great headlines. But we've had this discussion before. When the left talks about education, what they mean is empowering teachers' unions and teachers' pay. It's not about outcomes. It's not about teaching our kids to read, write, and arithmetic or to know the values of being a citizen. It is about powering these unions because those unions in turn fund the Democrat party. It's, it's this cycle thing. So it's about more and more money there. That's why the, the per student spending in Washington went from about 10,000 back in 2016 to 18,000 per student this last year, according to Live Fine over there at the Washington Policy Center. So 18,000 minimum per student spent. And we know that this state put in place these educational zones, if you will. So you have these layers. So you have the OSPI, the uh, Superintendent of Public Instruction, which is Chris Reichdahl, very leftist, uh, anti-parent, anti, you know, basically this woke agenda, uh, goes down to these 13 educational districts that take off about 40% of the, the money and they decide how schools are built and they have their own administration and so forth. And then they go into the districts, the money gets down to the school district and then you have administration costs and so forth. Very little gets down to the classroom itself. And to Doug's point, because of all the woke agenda, parents are pulling their kids out of school. These same teachers union though, in, in the midst of a shortage struck for more money um, when they did the, the the levy swap to actually fully fund, they they uh, saw a billion dollar extra that they went and struck for to make sure that they got that money as well. They fought hand and tooth against charter schools, and then they made sure that the charter schools were under the same the uh, requirements, if you will, as public schools and the minimums. So even though they've proven successful, even under the same restraints, because competition breeds excellence. Um, we're seeing th- places like Arizona say, no, we're going to give money to the students directly. We're seeing the Supreme Court ruling saying that you can't discriminate between religious schools and non-religious schools if you have programs in place. 
we're seeing a crack in the cheek in the armor, if you will. But the more us as parents and grandparents actually pull our kids out of school and not allow them to fund it, yes, they'll uh, rally to raise your taxes to support the teachers union because it's, it's what they want. It's not about education. Teachers union support them. Yeah, exactly right. That's they the cyclical money. thing. What we really need to say is we need to, to measure outcomes. We need to have competition. We need to have our kids be competitive against other states, but also around the world. Our kids are being uh, intentionally failed and set up for failure in the future. So they depend on the government. This is all you start thinking about conspiracy, but when you see the results over the last 40 years, our SAT scores are 100 points lower on average than they were 30 years ago. Our graduation rates are still at, at a quarter of our students um, drop out every single year. And now they're removing in, in Oregon and Washington, they're removing the graduation requirements, meaning they have to have certain levels of math and English and so forth to pass. So what you're doing is you're passing them on from grade to grade and into the, the working economy with no skills, with no ability, with no diplomas, uh, and then giving them more opportunity to depend on the government to feed them. This is all about control and politics. To Doug's point, I went on a rant there, but it's very important for you to understand. It's not just about the kids. If it's really about the kids, have parent involvement, we have choice, and we have different career paths for them in the trades, in college, and so forth. Right now, the system is set up for our kids, not for our kids, but for teachers' unions. I think what you're what you're saying, Marty, if, and uh, and I, not so, so so much a rant as just like the truth in a flow, mm -hmm. is that actions speak louder than words. Right? Actions speak. Don't tell me you love the kids. Let's actually see improvement. Let's look at outcomes. Let's look at, I just love how you put that brother. So um, I want to uh, change the subject to Brittany Griner, brother. <laughs> Brittany Griner. So those of you who don't know, Brittany Griner is a world famous WNBA basketball star. She was in 2016. She refused to come out on the field during the playing of the Star Spangled Banner, which, as many of you listening know, is our national anthem, because the United States is such a terrible, horrible place, even though it's making her wealthy beyond her wildest dreams. She's come out as a lesbian. Mm -hmm. She is a, she is as woke as woke can be. Mm -hmm. And she was arrested, brother, in Russia with hashish, which is, a you know, a drug. And um, she just pled guilty. She's about to find out how wonderful the United States of America is. She went, oh, I didn't mean to break the law and all these different things. But I bet she wants to come home. I bet a Russian prison isn't a great place yeah, she could for a be, WNBA. She could be sentenced up to 20 years. Now, the, the chances of her serving for 20 years are probably slim. Um, well, there's a problem about, right now. We're having kind of a diplomatic crisis yes, with Russia well, right it's, now, it's brother. Interesting. <laughs> it's interesting, though. Are we really? And we are over Ukraine, and yet we're partnering with Russia to negotiate a deal with Iran. We're we're. I'm gonna talk about oil in a second, but this. So this Brittany Griner, right? Lesbian NBA player, anti-American, um, going to be sentenced up to 20 years in a Russian prison. I hope they give her 40 years, bro. They are talking about a political trade, which means someone we have in prison that's a criminal from Russia uh, may be in exchange. But why would you do that? I bet you she's know? rooting for the USA right now, though, aren't, don't you think, brother? 
She probably is, brother. She's I probably mean, like, you know, USA, USA, I love you. Get me home. <laughs> you know, for all of America's problems, we're still the best. Yep. Freeze. So I got a couple of things. I know we talked, I'll talk about this in a second. We talked about the food supply and, and the food processing plants last week. Um, Christy Noem, the governor of South Dakota, um, came out. She was on um, um, Greg Bolin's show. I love that show, right? Boiling Point. Uh, he's kind of, he just seems to be, he doesn't get too excited, just tells the news. He's definitely a libertarian by band. But she was talking about the fact that, you know, Bill Gates was actually approved after the Supreme Court, not Supreme Court, but a court case allowed him to buy more land in South Dakota, her state. So she was up and she said she's already have problems with many of the food processing plants in her state are owned by Chinese companies. And there's a lot of um, trouble dealing with them because they don't understand our way of living. Um, they don't operate the same way, safety wise and so forth. But she was saying that you have, we have to understand as Americans that our food supply is a national security issue. And she went on to said, we talk about how Ukraine, um, that where we're, the battle's going on right now, is the leading producer of urea, which is the, the core ingredient for fertilizer for all the farmers. Um, we've talked already about Bill Gates being the single largest landowner of farmland in America now. Uh, George Soros is in the top five. The Chinese government is also in the top five. So those three different entities own a lot of farmland that produce, you know, pigs and, and cows and um, um, crops and so forth that makes you go, okay, if we're thinking about our food supply as a national security item, why are we allowing people that may not have the same interest? Now, I understand Bill Gates is an American citizen. George Soros is not. The Chinese government clearly is not. Um, should there be rules around who can buy that and what they can do with it? I don't know. Uh, but she said, be aware. Well, we when I'm elected this. to Congress, brother, there will be rules. Thank you. But, there, the, you know, there's a lot of things where um, Reagan in his speech in 78 talked about how America gets 10 times as much basically produce uh, crops out of uh, the like one tenth amount of work because we've engineered through technology. And that was back in 78. Fossil fuels, brother. Tractors, you know, and he said, we're using less lines less effort to produce more food for the world. And it's what we're continuing to do as Americans. Feeding the world, yeah. He talked about though, how important it was for our farmers to be able to farm in America, not to offshore it. And it's funny, 42 years later, we're offshoring just about everything. We saw this in the supply chain issue where most of our computer components and so forth are, are, are made in China. Our things for cars are made in China. When, when our new, our, the stuff for the nuclear warheads are made in China, we have a problem. We, that's one of those things where uh, Trump really had it correctly. When those things that are strategically important for our national security, for the well-being of American citizens, should be processed and manufactured here in our shores because it, it, it creates a problem. By American future. fingers, brother. Yep. American brains, American eyeballs, Americans that love the country, patriots. Um, yeah. Keep okay. going, brother. You're doing good. Did you see that was uh, um, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas? What he did the other day, he did a, a, a executive order, which would seem to be the, the in the era of executive orders because your legislative branches um, seem to be going in, in the wrong direction. Because of the border crisis, the literally over 2 million people, illegal aliens, 200,000 that were escaped that they know of. Um, this last year that they uh, didn't apprehend, that they, they know have got away. Governor Abbott in Texas um, ordered the National Guard 
um, to assist the Border Patrol to return these escaped or these illegal aliens back across the border. He's using over 1,700 unused wall uh, units, the ones that Trump uh, administration got approved, and then they were stopped during Biden. He's putting a wall up in Texas along the southern border. He said, if the federal government's not doing it, we're going to do it. And so I'm sure that um, Newsom and uh, Inslee and those guys will be all up in arms about it. But there's a governor that says, you know what, this is a national emergency that we can do something about that's not being addressed by this administration. I just wanted to get your opinion on that, brother. Yeah. I think it's all right. Yeah. Nope. You're not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've got to protect those borders, period. Yes. And uh, you know, it's it's overdue, it's too, it's late. But you know what I always say, better late than never, brother. And um, yeah, we've got problems in New Mexico, Arizona, we've got problems in California, you know, we've got problems all along the line there. El Paso, uh, which is in Texas, obviously is one of the worst spots in the country right now. Right. El Paso, Texas. Um, one of the great cities in the, of the nation, right, is having huge issues. No, we, yep. we uh, thank you for asking me in my opinion, brother, but no, I just, you know, we're in agreement. Yeah, we are. So I have a question for you. One more thing. You're a media guy for all of our listeners out there. You know, Doug has a business. Uh, if you have a business that wants to do commercials, a fantastic job, great crew. Uh, it's growing like leaps and bounds. There's a lot of political stuff as well. But you're in media. And, and obviously, we do the radio show together as well. And you've done media all it's not a long time, brother. You've been 20 years before I did. I started doing radio in 1990. Yeah, see? A and long I started doing time. TV in 1994. So, yeah. So, Governor Newsom. It's a few years, brother. Yeah, like Governor 30, Newsom is, is like, uh, I don't know, Inslee on steroids, if you will. Literally, uh, California has the largest percentage of, of people leaving their state of any place in the nation. People are leaving California in droves, going to Mexico, going to other states, going to conservative states, leaving, even coming to Washington because of the high taxes, because of the crime, because of the homelessness, because of the poop in the street, you name it. Now, but he's running for re-election. He'll probably win re-election. And there's a, there's a lot of speculation about he may be. The only way he can win re-election is, is election yep. fraud. Yep. Uh, we know that, but it's it's that's California, right? And so you have this massive exodus where the, the most in the nation running for re-election, and, and there's rumors, a lot of rumors, speculation that he may be running for president in 2024 on the Democrat ticket. Oh, please let it be, Lord. I know, right? So, um, and of course, polling, blah, 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 whatever. The point I'm making, though, from the media standpoint is he ran commercials last week. He spent hundreds of thousands of dollars running commercials um, for his re-election campaign in Florida. In Florida saying, hey, your your governor, you're uh, basically making decisions that you like. Don't send me money, right? Right. Okay. We believe in in and choice over here. We believe in protecting your uh, feminine rights, whatever. You know all the liberal talking points, right? And so people are like, well, why will they do that? Was it a mistake? Was it because of a presidential run in the future? Or to your point, was a was it a fundraiser to uh, Floridians? So what would be the point of a uh, a governor of California running commercials in Florida, brother? Uh, well, you know, if I had the money that they have, uh, and I could raise money somewhere else, I'd do it. You know, Mm -hmm. I'd run, you know, I tell people in Eastern Washington, send me money from, you Mm -hmm. know, they can't vote for me for Congress. So yeah, I mean, it's just, it's the game, it's the games they play, but a lot of times the left is just so, so much smarter 
than we are in how they play the games. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, you know, you said something earlier that I, I just want to come back and take a little bit of issue with, brother, because I love you and you're my best friend. And you said, well, that's California as if, okay, California's got election fraud problem. And you, you kind of blew it off. I brushed it way. off. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we can't do that. Mm-hmm. California is, is a huge. It's, it's like 54 congressional seats. It's, it's 54 electoral votes. It's or 56, 57. I forget. That's a lot. Yeah. And, um, and we can't just do that. We have to say, you know, California's election system is broken. We need to help California. You know, the, the Bible says that when one part suffers, we all suffer with it, right? If you if you've stubbed your toe, brother, I know you have. It, the whole body hurts, right? When you stub your toe. So California is like this big, not just a stubbed toe, but it's like an ingrown toenail with infection, pus coming out, pus that looks exactly like Gavin Newsom, <laughs> bleeding out of that all over the whole Florida part of my foot. Okay, I'll, and I'll, and we've got to say no. <laughs> And Properly we need to help. But- we need to help California get better elections, and we need to stop Gavin Newsom from taking his program across the nation. And if whoever his whoever his opponent is, we should send them money. All of the Doug and Marty listeners, find out who Gavin Newsom's opponent is and send him yep. money. Let yep. it backfire. Let's rise up. Did you know, brother? There's a Christian militia group that is now working at the border because I did not know that ISIS, that's and the, the caption on the news story is onward Christian soldiers <laughs> believe that. And so a Christian uh, militia group has said, because of the border crisis, we're going to come down and um, help besieged border officials uh, during this massive migrant <laughs> crisis a historic Good. migrant uh, so patriots for america is a christian group whose website says it's dedicated to fight to defend everyone's constitutional rights while helping protect our borders and working together with law enforcement to rescue minors and children from sex trafficking i'm mean put your money where your I mouth is i love it yeah that's sacrifice that's a dedication that's doing something which is awesome so just uh, to follow up on your point about california you're right California, in many ways, is like Washington. It's a Washington on steroids. Uh, what you have is very concentric, San Francisco, L.A., uh, certain cities that are very liberal, very leftist, that have been under this, these bad policies for years. And see, the outcome is homelessness, drug addiction, um, high, yeah, high taxes, high prices. But the rest of the state is actually fairly conservative, Northern California and so forth. That's why there's been a move to do separate the state, sort of like there has been in Washington as well. Um, and you're right, the change in policy. There's an overrepresentation of Seattle in Olympia. There's an overrepresentation of LA and San Francisco in um, the California legislature and in the That's US Congress. legislature, yeah. Congress, which when you think about it too, what do you have from California? Besides Newsom, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi. Um, Maxine Waters, Maxine, yeah, um, uh, Eric Swalwell. These are these are all. Is Maxine come, the dumbest person in Congress? Probably, but these are people brother. that come from California that from this leftist that, that can be reversed through elections, even in California and here. That's Doug's point. It is very much like Washington. Washington can turn. So can what? So can California uh, and Oregon. Oregon America shall yeah. be saved, brother. America shall be saved. 
And and so we we do not cede any territory. We do not cede any battle to the devil. We do not cede it. Now we want to stay focused on what God's called us to. We want to stay in our lane. Yep. But we need to remember that there are Christians. There are great churches in California, mm-hmm. brother. There, think about Che on. Yep. Think about Sean Foyt. Mm-hmm. Right. Sean Foyt's think going about, across uh, the country MacArthur. with this. Yeah. Yeah. And so. So California is worth saving. Have you ever been to Malibu, brother? Yes, you uh-huh. have. I know you have, right? Have you been have you ever been to San Diego, one of the most beautiful cities on the planet? Born there. Yep. I, you it. know, I was all I always said the two most beautiful c- cities on in America and on the planet are and I and with a close third, I'll mention a close third, are San Diego. Mhm. Seattle, and the mm-hmm. third was Portland, right? Seattle on Elliott Bay, gorgeous, oh, yeah. the Emerald City. Look at Seattle today, brother. It's <sighs> like Terminator. It's like yeah. the Terminator movies. Look at Portland, Oregon. There, It's wrecked. It's damaged. How did that happen? Democrats did that. Career mm-hmm. politicians, rhinos did it. By giving ground, <laughs> by backing up and backing off rather than standing up and saying no, you're a man, you can't be a woman. No, it's not healthy for you to stick your thing in someone's bum, right? Mm. That is mm. not healthy. You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't promote that as equivalent to a man and a woman, Adam and Eve, and mm-hmm. being fruitful and multiplying and doing that. So they, they push this stuff. And it's time to, stay, to say, you know what? We like the Ten Commandments. We like it when people don't steal from each other, when they mm-hmm. don't murder each other, when they don't take each other's wives, when they don't covet stuff, when they don't lie. We like that. Mm-hmm. If you just took the last five alone, America would be huge. huge. If you took the first five yeah. and honored God and didn't bow down to idols or become your own God, if you honored your parents, <laughs> if you took a day off once in a while. Right. If you, you know, if you just didn't take the Lord's name in vain and you honored him, th- these things, brother, they're revolutionary. They're mm-hmm. revolutionary. And that's the revolution that California needs, Washington State needs, and even the Bible Belt, even the buckle of the Bible Belt, Houston, Texas needs it too, bro. As yep. enough religiosity. Like we go to church or we're okay, we're fine over here. You're not fine. California's bleeding to death. You're not fine. Washington yep. State is an, an absolute disaster. Oregon's a problem. You're not mm-hmm. fine. You need to fight for your brothers and sisters, not only here in the United States, but around the world. But why, why America first, brother? Why mm-hmm. America first? I'll tell you why. Because if you've ever taken an airplane ride, and I know you have, Mm -hmm. they tell you when that little oxygen mask comes down, put yours on first before you help your kids. Is that because you don't love your kids? Is it because you don't want to help your kids? No, because you can't help your kids if you're passed out. And America can't help the world if we're dead. So we need to take care of America and then bring this (laughs) revival to the world. Brother, I got that tickle too, man. You find that tickle? It must be the July tickle. Brother. It's annoying, brother. Well, so, it's um, good though. It's not. It's nice to know everybody knows you're a human because you're, you're coughing <laughs> over there. But you know, I'm just saying, brother. This is these are historic times. They are. I love. I love what Winston Churchill said to, when he went back and visited his old school because they had at, done this song and they changed the verse. He said, "These are not dark days. These are the. These are our best days, and we need to thank God that we get to be alive." and do our part 
in these historic times. Be worthy of yourselves. And that's, I'm talking to our listeners today. Be worthy of yourselves. Do it scared. I love my wife's coffee cup. Mm -hmm. I had a dream. I had a dream last night, brother. And I don't, I'm, I'm not a big, big dreamer, but occasionally I have a dream that, and it means something. And mm-hmm. there was a little baby in this dream. And this, we were going to put this baby to, to have like a nap in this room. And this baby's like scared to death and did not want to go in this room. And I thought, well, there's got to, in the dream, I'm thinking, well, there's got to be a devil in there. So I was scared in the dream, but I went in that room and I'm like, in the name of Jesus, devil, shut up, get out of here. And, and, and I woke up, you know, in like rebuking the devil in my own, uh, uh, you know, in the, in, mm-hmm. in my bed, but you know, in the dream, I was scared, but I went and did it anyway. And when you and I went to Olympia mm-hmm. and, and we said, we're going to broadcast from there and we're going to do this thing. We were scared, but we did it anyway. We faced the state patrol, we faced opposition and there was people that, that joined us. And we won that battle. When I go out to Ruston Point, when I go down, I'm facing a battle right now, brother. Even this morning, they're saying, okay, you're too loud in Olympia. You're praising too loud. You're jumping too high. You're, you're laughing too much. You're too happy about this God thing. Yours too. That's right. right. And no. I'm like, you ain't heard not, you ain't heard loud. I got a 6,000 watt PA system. <laughs> you gonna, you guys want to hear what loud sounds like? It'd be like begging me to go back to the way you were before. We liked it better when you were just, you know. So we've got to, we've got to advance. Yes. No more yep. compromise with hell. We do not compromise with the devil. We don't make deals with the devil. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Did you hear the story about the convenience clerk in New York City? Did you hear that one, brother? So this girl, this lady comes in. She doesn't have enough money on her her EBT food stamp card to get a bag of chips. So the clerk takes some back. 61-year-old Somalian immigrant, Ethiopian immigrant, something like that. Immigrant. Mm -hmm. Been in the country for 30 years. Okay. She goes out and gets her boyfriend. Punk guy. Convicted felon. Multiple assaults. The guy forces his way behind the counter, brother, starts shoving this guy around. The whole thing's on security camera. You can see it online. The Somali immigrant, 61-year-old guy, whips out a knife and stabs him to death. Killed him. Now, it, most people would say self-defense. This guy was threatened. His life was threatened. You don't, you don't do that unless you are in fear of your life. This guy right. was a punk. Right. The cops come, brother arrest the immigrant, put him in Rikers Island, set the bail at $250,000. Now, when Black Lives Matter people were rioting, killing, and Mm -hmm. doing all these things, they were getting out with zero bail. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, New York State's been trying to do no more cash bail, but they put a quarter million bail on this guy. What's What's the message they're sending there, brother? Don't fight back. Let crime happen. Take it. Yeah, take it. That's right. Because because this this uh, African American thug guy has more rights than you do. Well, uh-huh. guess what? The African American thug guy is dead. Yep. And guess what? Guess who deserved it? He did. You know, death is not mm-hmm. great, not for it, but that was justice. Mm-hmm. Who knows if he wouldn't have not just beat that guy to death? Right? He right. was already convicted felon. And why? Because over a bag of potato chips, like get a job so you can buy potato chips. 
right? I mean, what's a bag right. of potato chips cost? Like five <laughs> bucks, four bucks? Of inflation, who knows, right? But still, yeah, it's not a lot. And uh, yeah, uh, once again, budgeting and so forth. But a couple stories I want to get to before the end of the show, brother. You saw this. Uh, it, it ticked me off. We didn't get much media coverage on it. The story that came out on multiple news outlets, conservative news outlets, talked about how Biden sold 1 million barrels from the U.S. Strategic <laughs> Petroleum Reserves <laughs> to, to a Chinese-owned company <laughs> tied to Hunter Biden. <laughs> so we have reserves. And you got Hunter Biden. You got to have Hunter Biden in there. You just can't do it. This right. is a double freaking standard, man. And we had better vote August 2nd. A hundred percent. But this right here, talk about the audacity. This is one of those things like, you can't do anything to me. I'm higher than, you know, I'm above the law. Therefore, we're going to, when gas prices are as high as they are, when we're worried about the reserve, if you will, this is our emergency supply, we're selling a million barrels. Uh, a million barrels is not a lot, but still a million barrels to a Chinese-owned company tied to your son who probably makes a profit on this. Um, this stinks to high heaven. The, the second story, um, I don't have, I don't know. I mean, obviously the, the um, prime minister of Japan was assassinated during a speech. Um, that is when, when a former head of state gets assassinated, it's world news. But why wasn't there security? Why wasn't there someone, it just, it's too many questions, right? Um, we, that's why we have um, secret service with our, our former presidents uh, for a lifetime. Now, sometimes I take advantage of this. We have, you know, the Obamas and so forth. You know, they, they, there's a lot of taxpayer money being used to keep former presidents safe. But there's a reason for that. That This one right here struck me as like, how can this happen in this day and age where uh, this, this former prime minister of Japan gets assassinated? Uh, it's mind boggling to me. It makes you, and then you have the threatening of Kavanaugh and restaurants. How can a Supreme Court justice be threatened about their own life and body body for decisions they make. There, there's got to be, this is that crime. When you allow crime to be so rampant and not um, prosecuted. And if they killed Brett Kavanaugh, brother, would they get $250,000 bail or would they be out on the street on their own recog? That's a good question. In, in like three hours or two hours or an hour, right? right. See, this is, right. this is the double standard, right? Mm -hmm. And um, what's the commission on that sale to Hunter? A billion right. dollars worth of oil. Is that a $10 million commission? I don't know. 20? Right? I, I think we should know. I think we, we should, should have know. to know. We should, we should know every person on uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein's list. We should know uh, how much Hunter Biden's made. We should know how much Joe Biden's made. We should know how deep the corruption is between Ukraine and the Biden family. Uh, all these things that we know we've talked about and that, that the media overlooks or looks the other way. Um, to have integrity back in elections, in our government, in representation, there's a lot of chance why we need people to have the courage to do the right thing when they get there. Two more stories before we're done. We don't, we don't give up. We don't back off. You know, right. the, the, one of the deals that's going on, and I, I, we, got, we got time, brother. Okay. One of the deals that's going on is this news cycle is, is so rapid, so continual. Mm -hmm. And that's to get us to forget about the other What's issues, right? right? You don't forget about, you forget about the retractions. Like this big story about Donald Trump tried to take out his own circus, secret service detail and take over an SUV. And of course it was completely fabricated. Mm -hmm. And, but we didn't get the retraction. We only got the testimony because they want to do this January 6th 
insurrection thing. You know, no one freaking cares. No one's watching. No one's looking. No one cares about climate change, brother. What they care about is inflation. They care about right. gas prices. They care about crime. They care about homelessness. And I was at a political event just a couple of days ago, and there was Democrats and Republicans there. And mm-hmm. no one, I mean, everybody that, you know, there's a saying, the general always wants to fight the last war. Everybody's acting. All these political people are acting like it's 2016, 2018. They're talking about equity and all this kind of stuff. And I get up there, brother, and I was like maybe third to the last. Okay. And I said, everybody mm-hmm. know, I go, we got a problem. Everybody knows crime and homelessness is way up. Oh, crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. I go, and food prices and gas prices and inflation are out of control. Go, yeah, 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 yeah. I said, we can stop it. We can, we need to strengthen the dollar. That stops inflation. We need to unleash domestic energy production. That brings the gas and energy prices down. It's not difficult, people, but it takes courage. And mm-hmm. the whole room's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm thinking, you guys are making it easy for us because you're out there selling equity, inclusion, and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Racist and streets. The, and the people... <laughs> are saying, what the heck? I can't fill up, brother, half a tank yesterday in my Ram mm-hmm. pickup, 99 bucks. A right? half tank. Half wow, a tank. Right. Okay, so you know now you know why I don't go below half a tank. Right. <laughs> because I can't, <laughs> I don't think my credit card has a, my debit card has a 200, I don't think they give you 200 bucks on the, on the thing, right? They right. give you like 125 or something, right? Mm-hmm. So um, at any rate, um, yeah, this is, uh, this is, what's coming down. And uh, so let's be, let's be aware. Yep. Uh, so Doug, I know you, you probably saw the story we don't obviously prep this before we, we have ideas we both want to talk about. And so sometimes these are just fresh. There's the two things I want to talk to you about that are probably you may or may not have seen, but since we both talk about election integrity, how important it is in Washington state for the secretary of state election. And I know we're supporting tambourine. We like Mark Melosha. There's people that will do a good job, but we need to have people that make this a primary focus. Um, but Wisconsin um, made a ruling that their Supreme court uh, made a ruling. They disallowed uh, absentee boxes. You know, the drop boxes we have in Washington state everywhere. And it was because of 2000 meals, right? Yeah. The 2000 meals. They said only place they'll Debunked. have them is at election uh, headquarters when they're monitored. That's chain of custody. It is the idea that we need to fix the problems. That's one step in the process that one state's doing. So I think it was great news. Uh, hallelujah. That, that we need more states to do the same thing because there's clearly a way to abuse the system. When there's a way to abuse the system, we have to fix it. That is that to ensure integrity. Yes. Well, you know, it's, I loved what Dinesh D'Souza said, uh, you know, pointing out the weaknesses to the system is not, not insinuating that they did do it, but you know, it's like when you do an audit on a bank and you say, okay, well, the back door is left unlocked. The windows mm-hmm. are not guarded. The, the security guards all take a break at two o'clock and are gone for two hours to have lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the security guards should take staggered lunches, right. Or whatever. So, right. so we have all of these holes in the election system and we're not saying, there is election threat, you know, that, that doesn't insinuate anything, but we should be fixing those problems. And, uh, and obviously they pulled out all the stops in 2020. They had to get rid of Donald Trump. They had Mm -hmm. to do it at no matter what. And so all this stuff's been revealed. Now I believe, 
and I'm I'm in agreement with a lot of a lot of um, other Christian people that God is allowing us to see this. We have to see how bad it is. You can't fix it if you don't know. You were in the medical mm-hmm. uh, industry for, for for years. What did they do? They had to do the examination before they start the triage. You have to know what mm-hmm. the problems are before you can start to apply the solutions to the problem. So I just believe it's it's important that we pay attention and we prioritize and that everybody that's listening to my voice right now does their part. If nothing else, pick up your ballot. These ballots are coming out next Friday. Mm-hmm. If you're military, you've already got it and you need to fill it out and you need to take it physically to your election, your county election office and hand deliver it. You don't put it in a Dropbox. You don't trust the U.S. mail. You don't. You And what Tambourine and others are saying in this guard the vote stuff is you do it on the second. Because one of the ways they cheat is they look at what's happening. They're not mm-hmm. supposed to count them till election day, but they do, brother. I know. Like I say, they do. This is going a certain way. So this is how many fake ballots we need to get this back to 51, 52% for our candidate, or in your case, 101 votes yep. on the state Senate race, right? Um, that's what they needed to beat you, and that's what they got. And they were able to forecast it before the election night, too. So yeah. um, that's, um, yeah. Um, not spoiled. There's also a Dropbox watch, brother. So if you're in King County or some of these other counties around the state that have drop boxes, uh, I think you can go to dropboxwatch.com. You can sign up, take a shift. You know, hey, if you're a night person, take that 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. and watch the Dropbox. And you don't, you're not to confront anybody. It's just like people are driving up in the middle of the night, dumping a bunch of ballots in. Just use your phone and take a video of it. And this, then all of a sudden we yes. see the same license plate going to different drop boxes, dropping off ballots. We know that person's not uh, harvesting ballots from their immediate family. That, I love this because it's another way people can serve. If they can't do an X, Y, or Z, they can show up, schedule a shift, watch a drop box, play in their phone while they're watching a the drop box for a couple hours. That right there actually helps in, in tighten up the system, make sure that we have some integrity involved. It takes people getting involved. It's what we talk, started the show with. Doug, the last thing I want to talk about today, I have no idea where to go. You may not even want to talk about this. I don't even understand, but we saw the Georgia Guidestones um, <laughs> fall before down. Are we ending the show with comedy, brother? We are. I mean, I don't understand uh, this this storyline or even what it was. I did some research on the fact that they were this these aliens dropped them and things. aliens picked them up, brother. <laughs> Case closed. It's, it's so it's the X Files. The truth is out there somewhere, brother. Right? You know, but uh, here's this this headline. I have a lot of Christian <laughs> friends are like commenting about it. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, apparently, gov- it's uh, state of Georgia owned property now. Previously, it was not. It was private property. Someone installed these major sort of like granite stones, kind of like Stonehenge back in 1980. Some, like, so they world been for population 40 years, control. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, and then there was an explosion, and then of course they were dangerous. They've been torn down now, but. Uh, I just thought it was interesting. I, I have no idea about it. <laughs> I didn't know if you had a take on it as well, but entertainment. Comedy, I, yeah. Right? <laughs> see, my mind is full of saving America. So I haven't got time for the comedy show uh, <laughs> that's going on in Georgia. Um, you know, Georgia's a battleground state. You know, yep. the witches are probably took them back to tune them up because they're not working. And, um, <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that's a. But that's keep a, in mind, that's a goofy that thing, brother. This I, is I'm glad that you warfare. got distracted. I will by say that. this: in in 2018, we have a, a rush of socialist candidates in our state that got elected all along the I-5 corridor. It was around the same time. There's a whole lot of weird news stories about cats being, you know, um, you know, torn apart, laid out, and sort of. It is spiritual. We have to pray first, then we have to get engaged and understanding we're not be fearful as Doug's dream was. Not to be fearful, even fearful, do it scared, go after it, but it's up to us. You know? Even, yeah, even if you're nervous or whatever, I, you know, I actually, honestly, and I, you, you did a lot of summer camps when I was a youth mm-hmm. pastor with me over the last few years. What did I always say, brother? It, if, how do you know it's the will of God? It's the will of God for your life. If it scares you, God 100%. doesn't ask us to do the easy stuff. He asks us to do the hard stuff. He asks us to take courage and do the hard things. Well, one of the hard things it might be to do is go to DougAndMarty.com and you can hear past episodes of Doug and Marty. You can also tell your smart device, hey, Alexa, play Doug and Marty versus the world. She will obediently do that for you. So go to DougAndMarty.com, contact us. Marty said earlier we are looking for advertisers as well. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon, Doug and Marty versus the world. God bless you.